0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cody Underground. I'm Cody Village. It's May 21, 2014. Got a special guest for you today. We're talking drones with Terry Holland. With me today here is Terry Holland. Uh, Terry is an entrepreneur who is exploring and developing civilian uses for drones I've been reading about him, and there's a lot of interesting ideas and, I don't know, futurology we're going to get from him today. So uh, with that, I'll uh, say hello. Hi, Terry.
1: Hey, how you doing? Good to hear from you.
0: Thanks, and uh, welcome to Cody Underground. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you... Where we are in the drone revolution right now, if it's a baseball game, what inning are we in?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I I think we haven't even taken the field yet to to start. I mean, it it is – we are in such an early stage of this. I I had a talk in Boston the other day, and, and I started off with, you know, if we were, this is at MIT and we we're saying you know, if we were to think about where the state of drone technology may be in three years, I would bet you some good Red Sox tickets that we'd all be wrong. And <laughs> and it, it, it's uh, that's what's so exciting about the technology right now. I, I think we're in the we're just over the threshold into what can happen.
0: Well, I am on your page with that, and I I look out over the next five to ten years really is where I get excited. Why? Uh, what do you see coming down the pike in the next three years that's got you excited?
1: Well, the interesting thing, and I'm even six months down the road, there is such a rapid increase in, in the convergence of the different technologies that are enabling uh, the use of drone technology for a broader and broader range of applications. You know, you've got this, um, you know, the increasing miniaturization of, uh you know, image capturing hardware. You've got uh, improved onboard processing that's more sophisticated, faster and lighter weight. And you're getting more robust systems that can, uh, you know, you know, just refine what we're doing with, with drone technology, getting lighter weight and longer lasting battery technologies. And so every time one of these bits comes together, we have to sort of reshuffle the deck as to what's possible in the short term. Three years down the road, you're going to have if we don't strangle this thing, a, a huge explosion of opportunity in, you know, agriculture, in mining, in, uh, you know, advertising and promotion, in, uh, you know, safety, and uh, just uh, I could go on and on and on.
0: <laughs> well, uh, where uh, you're, uh, one of the things that I get so excited about when I picture, again, five or ten years down the road is sort of what you're talking about, taking it to an extreme. Are we going to have little mosquito-sized, fly-sized, drones flying around that we can control voice activated with our phones or with some other gadget that's sort of the control device and they're they're following our every move or what where is how how
1: extreme does this go I think it's important important to parse the the possible from the practical. Uh, you know, if you build it, they may not necessarily come. So just because we can do uh, you know real you know teeny cool robot swarms, unless there's a you know an applicable use for them that has some good utility. They'll be a novelty, and you know not be used uh, unless they're for very specific and expensive you know uh, solutions to problems,
0: but I tell I, you, can I push back on that sure. right there
1: because I picture
0: you know you look I go to any rock and roll concert or sporting event or anything where and people have their smartphones out yeah. holding them up, and they're forced to hold that gadget, and I picture. You know, maybe even taking that Google Glass concept to the next level, where it's not just your perspective, but it's sort of an overhead perspective, and you just have a, a drone that is re- that you could throw up in the air and record things with. And I could see the applications being everywhere for that.
1: Sure, I, I could see uh, an insanely crowded airspace in a venue like that. But more, uh, more, uh, and, and it's sort of the oh, last concert I went to. I was like, really? Do y'all have to stand there like the Statue of Liberty and and have so much light? Shining back towards me, it rivals what's on the stage. You know, because yeah. they look at there, and, and it dawned on me. You know, they're all getting pretty much the same thing. What about if you took a couple of drones and you know hovered three of them in place uh, over the concert venue and streamed it to everyone's phone? Oh, uh, I
0: love where you're going with that. Yeah, you
1: know, people and, and people can copy it and save it and that's part of the price of admission, you you know, you've got a live, you know, what used to be a bootleg tape of of the concert, and uh, okay, maybe that's a ticket upgrade. Uh, Right, right. You could sell that as an added service. Yeah, exactly. Your overpriced ticket can be made (laughs) even more overpriced. (laughs) If you want to capture, you know, the moment from a drone without the hassle of having your own drone.
0: Yeah, buy Ticketmaster. Speaking of buying something, are you? What is it that you're developing? And can you talk about? Are there some publicly traded companies out there right now um, that you see as potential, real big time beneficiaries of the drone revolution?
1: Well, there, there's some interesting things. This, most of the stuff I've been working with, I, I've been approaching this as, what can I get, you know, off the shelf, over the counter, and go out in the field this week with, and see, you know, what kind of useful, practical applications are there that can, you know, segue into commercially viable opportunities. And one of the com- companies that I've been working with with their product has been. Uh, uh, d j i which does a is a very popular phantom uh, is on the sort of entry level there's some sort of you know phantom on steroid versions then there are hexacopters and octocopters that can carry like five and a half pound payloads of you know fancier d s l r s and so on there's a group out of uh florida called d s l r pros uh and they're tell us what dslr stands for uh, a digital single lens reflex camera right remember okay. our old you know film SLRs. well when they all went digital they turned them to dslrs and right. uh, dslr pros was a company i found online that was saying okay the the video manufacturing quality has going to change the movie industry and the content manufacturing industry and then drones came along and they were very quick to pick up on okay let's put the packages together for media capture and make them better for filmmaking and they've been on the front end edge of of taking things and and making them practically useful so i've been following them they they're just a, a small private company right now that's actually doing some drone development uh on their own as well and, and it's early yet uh, but a lot of the stuff coming out of China is, like I said, with DJI is pretty promising. They've got, you know, great kind of waypoint well, what software. what about some of the
0: components or
1: something? GoPro, I read, is, yeah.
0: you know, they're going to be going public in the next few months, and they seem to be the go-to cameraman for the drone world. Is Are, are there... Um, you know, geolocation chips and the gyroscopic chip suppliers that are, that some of which are uh,
1: positioning themselves to dominate in this world. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, but I'm still not seeing the huge numbers there. We're talking thousands of units and maybe tens of thousands of units, and I don't think there's enough of a, a of a finance play that someone's established themselves as the one that's going to, you know, be coming out dominant in this. GoPro's a, a, a neat play, but the number of GoPro additional GoPro units are going to sell because of drone activity, it might number in the thousands, but they sell more than that every day.
0: But again, that's for the next six months, but if you look yeah. out three or five years, mm-hmm. the theory could be that yeah. there will be yeah. 16 cameras on each drone, and there's everybody's got a drone that they want to run around sometimes, and you know, there could be 10 million drone units being sold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, that I, I'm I I like to point out all all the time that drones are not just aircraft. It can be I like to talk about how I can pull out my remote control dune buggy from 1991 when I was in high school and put a little Wi-Fi camera on it, and run it from yeah. my iPhone, and I've got a drone. Yeah. What are the other other than Aircraft and flying gadgets, what are some of the other off-the-wall drone applications that aren't aerial that we're not thinking of yet?
1: Well, you've got situations where uh, certainly – Underwater applications are going to be a big player, I think, in terms of, you've got things ranging from exploration to tourism to security, uh, to science investigations. You could, uh, chart up a, a semi-autonomous drone, uh, task, uh, for it to, you measure, you know, changes in salinity levels, uh, in an area over a period of time and have it just go at, you know, do its, uh, you know, task. uh, That's possible. The the descriptions of what drones are and aren't is is eroding. And I mentioned in this forum that, you know, the public's going to decide for us what the definition is going to be. And and I'm afraid it's going to be something as loose and choppy as anything that's operating in the air without a person in it. It's going to be you know, or on a drone. Yeah, you, a you, drone uh, car. You know, but, you got but, Google think, driverless cars. And that's correct, but I, I think the popular uh, definition is is more oriented towards Ariel in terms of their understanding from you know the drones, the killer drones, the, right. the, the bad D word. But uh, it'll be curious to see how it goes. There was a guy who had a droneish piece. It's a safety security piece. It's a round, rubberish ball with multiple cameras in it um, and some accelerometers that define what's up and down, and it's made for police or fire in uh, security situations. You can throw it into a room or you can throw it down a, a tunnel where there may be bad gas, and, you know, it can give you a visual and it can relay motion. Is that a drone or is that just a, a remote con- By my
0: definition, I absolutely think that's a drone. I think I might be going with the broad definition and we'll, you're right, the public will set what truly is that term and what the the technology um, drone truly encompasses. Um, Last question for you, what are, what's the downside? What's your biggest concern about drones?
1: Is it going to be the invasion of privacy yeah, it's – there's two things, privacy and safety, and I really value my privacy, and I'd get a little torqued off if someone was flying drones from my backyard and taking pictures of my backyard. I was telling someone, geez, you know, if you're my neighbor, you can climb up your tree and take a, pictures of my backyard with your camera, and it's legal. It's creepy. But it's legal, so what difference is if you're hovering in your yard 30 feet off the ground with a drone and doing that? Um, there's going to be have to be an etiquette that's back people's privacy. I, I treat people's privacy like I'd like mine to be treated, but I know there are people out there who won't. And, and well, that's going to but at
0: the same time, those people already can use the old digital camera yeah. Yeah. that they hold, like you're saying, and yeah. they can invade your privacy the tool itself, I think, is sort of irrelevant. I do think there are laws in place that can be enforced, and we don't have to come through and layer a whole bunch of new laws on top to somehow try to create a, a a bad phantom for the drone world or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no need to de- de- demonize drones. Exactly. The privacy laws, we're well protected by them. Let's give them a chance to uh, you know do what they're supposed to do, and if you need to incrementally adjust those, that's one thing but you you get there's a knee jerk reaction out there right now for people to layer on as you say a whole new layer of well, oh, this is something new, we need new laws, and maybe we 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 don't and the same maybe issue, we don't
0: exactly yeah. i mean it's it they it, the Google is accountable for the laws that their driverless cars break. And whoever's got the drone that is up in that air or doing whatever that invasion of privacy thing is is going to be accountable for what that drone did and what you do with that information.
1: If I hit my baseball through your window, I'm liable. If I drive my drone through your window, I'm liable. The thing that was important, I think it's very important that we tread carefully here, I saw on one of the major networks, Uh, They were interviewing a guy flying a a, a Phantom, and he was a hobby flyer and saying, well, you know, all hobby flyers should be allowed to do whatever they want, but you should heavily regulate commercial use of these things. (laughs) And I was thinking, well, who's going to be more responsible? Some guy who's flying his drone and doing some real estate stuff and so on, and and his livelihood is tied up in acting responsibly. Or or some guy who's like, you know, he's going to go online and get one where you can just buy them and fly them, and he's gonna, his only concern is going to be, man, this is going to be really cool. And, right. and, and how safe is he going to operate in comparison to the commercial user? So uh, this, this stuff has to be thought through carefully and, and slowly and allowed to evolve, I think, over over the next uh, year or two in terms of regulation.
0: Or uh, more likely five to ten years over regulation. Um, yeah, yeah. Terry, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you co- you joining me here today for Cody Underground. Before I let you go, I need to ask you, what is the song of the day for today?
1: I saw some guy singing Signed, Sealed, Delivered. I'm yours really well last night uh, on The Voice, and so that's what came to mind. We'll stick with that. All right, then. That's
0: perfect. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Terry Holland. That's Cody Underground. Peace.